0: Perfect, 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 perfect. I want you to join me. You don't know the power of the dark side. It's this. Jedi. Hello, what have we here? Welcome in to Koro's Companion Podcast. I am Colton Robertson, your host. This week, I am joined by nobody because I'm trying something new. I'm going to start a Saturday morning cartoon edition of the show in which I will sit down and do a live commentary of an episode of a cartoon of my choosing. And if you've seen the cartoon, you get to watch it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, to start it off, I want to go with Star Wars Rebels. Season 2, episode 22, the season finale. I like this episode a lot because it comes to a head for not just the Rebel series so far, but also a few Clone Wars storylines that they didn't get to wrap up. And uh, the reason I had the Star Wars, new Star Wars theme at the beginning is because I'll be focusing on Star Wars. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So uh, if you want to uh, watch along with me, I'll do a countdown and I'll say 3, 2, 1 punch it and on punch it you will press play and you will go right along with me but uh, get that cue back to the zero 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 line and uh, we'll get this started and uh, if you are not uh, watching it I'm sure I and if you have seen it I'm sure I will be able to talk about it in enough detail and talk about enough things that you won't even you won't even need to be watching it'll just be like a normal podcast so without further ado Let's get this thing started. What do you say? All right, Star Wars Rebels Saturday morning cartoon. Three, two, one, punch it! Now we're opening in this uh on the Sith planet of Malachor, and uh, we've got a face-off between some Inquisitors and uh, Ezra Bridger, Kanan Jarrus, and Ahsoka Tano, with Darth Maul walking up on them. And that's why I like this Oh, Now just Maul. He makes that clear immediately. He's not a Sith anymore. He's not Darth. And I like that. He's just a Force user who fucks shit up. And I think that's dope. And he's so badass. He's wielding this double lightsaber like it's nobody's fucking business. I rewatched Phantom Menace the other day, which just keeps aging better and better for me. And that fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Jinn there at the end, the duel of the fates, unbelievable one of probably the best lightsaber fight that's ever been in star wars but this this show was interesting because it introduced a bunch of new force users and new types of force users and uh we have inquisitors here being shown on the screen which are the empire's way of hunting down jedi and the way I learned about them was through Jedi Fallen Order, the new video game that just came out. I'm only just now really getting into all the, uh... mythology of Star Wars. But yeah, Rebels, man. This is actually a really, really good show. Like, much better than I anticipated. I thought it would be more of a kid's show, just because. And I was sorely, sorely mistaken. I mean, Dave Filoni, the supervising producer of the show, and he writes a lot of the episodes, is, a uh, I mean, he's great. He he does Mandalorian. He did Clone Wars. And he's doing the seventh season of Clone Wars, which is on right now. Um, I mean, he's he understands Star Wars about as good as anybody out there. He's kind of unbelievable, to be honest. Here we've got Ezra showing uh, Kane and his Sith holocron. Ezra... Ezra is an interesting character. I mean... I see a lot of Anakin Skywalker in him. Just because he's a young kid who hasn't... Who aged a lot before he got trained in the Force. So he's automatically got that inkling towards connection. So he's... He's bound to be a little bit more adapt to go into the dark side. But... That's that's why this Darth Maul and his relationship is so interesting because it seems like they have an in, like an immediate connection, and the guy who voices Maul, Sam Witwer, is just so talented. I love that dude. He was in like Once Upon a Time as uh, <laughs> Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. I mean, he was in Supergirl as Ben Lockwood. He's been in a whole bunch of shit, but I I love I love him as an actor, and he's even an even better voice actor. And Freddie Prince Jr. voicing Kanan Jarrus, It's so interesting that we got Freddie Prince Jr. as a Jedi in the universe. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I don't know how much I've always i've I really like the design of the Inquisitors. I think they're all right. I think they fit the role, but I just. I don't know. I've never really been a fan of the Inquisitors. I liked the uh the second sister in Jedi Fallen Order, though. She was dope. That was a re- really cool character. And I liked the uh, Grand Inquisitor when he was in Rebels. But other than that, man, I wasn't a huge fan of many of them. <laughs> I love this part, too, because uh, Maul and Ezra are getting on this elevator... And Maul turns back to Kanan and he goes only two were allowed. And uh, Kanan's like yeah all right, man get the fuck out. We're a package deal. You're staying back with Ahsoka. And Ahsoka Tano man. I love Ahsoka. I think her storyline is just so crucial to pretty much Star Wars as a whole especially the Skywalker saga with her connection to Anakin. I think when after watching Clone Wars his fall to the dark side made it ten times more difficult to watch in Revenge of the Sith specifically. And it made me understand it a lot more. Jedi were definitely a flawed, flawed order. But that's that's not rebels. That's not rebels. I wanna focus on this right now. About to get his hand chopped off right about now. And Maul coming in to save his ass. I I thought Maul might, I I never really thought Maul was going to be good. I never did. But I liked this benevolent side of him that was kind of looking out for Ezra. I know it was because he's a he's not a Sith, but he's he's looking out for himself. He thinks Ezra can help him get there. Which is interesting. I've always Ezra's character is super fascinating. I know I said that a little bit ago, but he He's a weird kid, man. And after this episode, the animation switches for, or not the animation switches, but we got a new character design for Ezra because he grew up a little bit. And uh, to be honest, I like little kid Ezra better. I like his older lightsaber. When he's older, I like his lightsaber more, but I like the little kid design of Ezra. I think he's cooler that way. And I mean, no character's been designed quite as cool as Maul anywhere in the Star Wars universe. This man fits perfectly, and he's unlike anybody we've seen until we were introduced to more Knight Brothers and Night Sisters from the planet uh, Dathomir. And his instruction, like Darth Maul's instruction, instruction to Ezra, is fascinating too, and. He tells Ezra, you were given your gift for one reason. It was to use it, not to, like, hold back, you know? And I'm, and I get that. <laughs> I get that as a human. It's like, yo, you have this ability. Why won't you use it? But where I do think the Jedi were right, we're not giving in to the idea of having that power, like, or abusing that power. And that's why I think, uh, Ezra's, uh, Ezra's temptation to the dark side is one of the more uh, compelling temptations to the dark side in the Star Wars universe. I think, uh, I mean, Anakin's was obviously the greatest. I mean, he actually fell to the dark side. That's going to be the most satisfying one. And then uh, I like Rey's. I like Rey's temptation to the dark side, especially in Last Jedi. And then even more in Rise of Skywalker when we get to see dark ray with the double sided or not the double sided lightsaber, but the folding lightsaber that is fucking pimp as hell. She had those sharp ass teeth. But yeah, Ezra This show is interesting or a show format for Star Wars is interesting because at the end of Rebels, I almost felt more attached to Hera, Kanan, Garazab, uh Chopper Ezra and all them than I ever did to like Poe, Finn, and Rey and it's because they just got to they focused on their relationship a lot more in this series so it just it just meant more to me but it's interesting how that works because like the Star Wars movies those are just like that those are the that's the big leagues in Star Wars you know the animated series are kind of minor leagues when it comes to like who sees it and i know star wars like true star wars fans are going to watch them and they're going to really enjoy them but most people ignore the animated series and i did i did for a really long time just because i didn't really know what they were all about they're actually wonderful wonderful representations of the star wars universe and they capture everything so well I do tend to uh, enjoy the animation in Clone Wars more than I like it in Rebels, because in Clone Wars it felt a little bit more like a a painting, and Rebels is more just like a standard cartoon, and that's cool. I also love the animation in this, but that Clone Wars animation was just so, so beautiful. This is a little bit more round, and Clone Wars was a little bit more sharp. It's hard to explain if you haven't seen it, but... They're both great, great series. I like Ahsoka's uh, white lightsabers. I like that she uh, cleansed them with the Force. I think that's dope. Or cleansed the kyber crystals with the Force. She's really one of my favorite Jedi in the entire... Or, I guess she's not technically a Jedi since she left the Jedi Order in uh, Clone Wars. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Sorry if you haven't seen Clone Wars. But, uh... Ahsoka, she is—I mean, one of my favorite women in the Star Wars universe, for sure. I mean, obviously you've got Leia, you've got Rey, you got Padme. Those are the big three from the movies. But uh, after that, I love Ahsoka, and I love Hera. Hera is the kind of the mother figure in this Rebel series, and uh, Ahsoka—I mean, she's just a badass man. She got trained by the strongest Jedi ever. Her master fell to the dark side and is now Darth Vader. And she lived through Order 66. Like, she's just she's just different, man. Like, she's just got a cool resume. She's kind of like Kylo Ren in that sense, you know? Or Ben Solo. I mean, Ben Solo's ten times crazier. He's, <laughs> he's got a crazier resume, for sure. I mean, you got Han Solo as dad, General Leia Organa as mom, Uncle Luke Skywalker, and Grandpa Darth Vader. And you're named after Obi-Wan Kenobi? I don't know, man. You're just you're just built different at that point, but Ahsoka has a pretty close, re- not a close resume, but that's the second for me for sure with uh, Anakin being her master. And watching Clone Wars, Ahsoka forms a lot of relationships with like uh, with Yoda and Obi Wan. Really, I mean, I like this part with the holocron opening up, and he finds out that this is a. Uh, Maul's been a little bit misleading. This thing ain't, uh. Ain't what he thought it was. Holocrons are an interesting thing in the Star Wars universe. I like them. I like the, uh, idea of them a lot, and I think Rebels executed it really well. And, uh. I think Rise of Skywalker could have benefited from the or the wavefinder, the Sith wavefinder, being a holocron I think that just would have been a cooler idea overall and a cooler effect on to see on screen but yeah, I, I enjoy the idea of the Jedi and Sith holocrons and how only Jedi can open Jedi holocrons and only Sith can open Sith holocrons, and oh you can only open Sith holocrons if you're engaging in dark side engaging in the dark side of the force we just got a kanan just got blinded man changes his character forever and actually i think he gets just he gets better (laughs) i mean he doesn't get better he was far cooler and more of like a cowboy ass jedi in the first two seasons of rebels but the second two seasons of rebels man he uh he just he really found his like zen for me like i really feel like he sunk into the the mentor jedi role and I love him in these uh, temple, in this temple guardian mask, about to face off with Maul. I think, uh, in the grand scheme of things, Kanan's a pretty underrated Jedi. He's a. Uh, he's just really, really caring. I don't know. Like I, l- I, like the way that he cares about Hera, and I like the way that he cares about Ezra. It feels different than the way uh, his relationship with Ezra just feels different than the way Obi Wan cared for Anakin, and the way that uh. I don't know, the way that Yoda cared for Luke. Like, it's just, it's different. It seems like they formed more of a father-son connection than anything, and I think that's really cool. And that's kind of the entire vibe of this show. You got uh, got Hera and uh, Kanan kind of being mom and dad of the group with Zeb and Sabine and uh, Ezra being the children with Chopper as the wacky pet. It's kind of the perfect little family sitcom with a Star Wars twist, actually. Here we go. Ezra's like, oh shit, I fucked up. I trusted a dark side force user. Bleh. No shit, man. Ezra can be dumb as hell. Not gonna lie. But you can- Oh, and then this pimp-ass entrance by Darth Vader. Darth fucking Vader in an animated TV series. This is so fucking cool, man. This is the dream, for real. And he's sinking down on... Standing on top of his TIE fighter. And he immediately steps to this 14-year-old kid. And clearly he has no problem killing children. He's killed children far younger than Ezra. We Saw that in Ranch of the Sith. Master Skywalker. There's too many of them. What are we going to do? Well, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Anakin just... He was... I was heartless by him. And now... Ezra shouldn't have lasted nearly this long. He should have just gotten his head chopped off immediately, but I understand for a uh, plot development and stuff. Like right here, Darth Vader doesn't hesitate. He kills you. There's no there's no question. And fucking Ahsoka coming in. The ultimate battle I've been waiting for since Clone Wars started. Or since I started watching Clone Wars. And I love Ahsoka's character design. She's just, I mean, overall, just a beautiful character the way she's animated. I love her. I don't know what her headdress is called. I know that's actually a part of her body, but I don't know what to call it. <laughs> She says here, my master could never be as vile as you, and I think that's an important thing because she's she's making the distinction between Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker. She's saying, like, these aren't the same people. Like, my master could never be you. Like, you are not, not him. And she, I like that, too. He goes, uh, striking me down in anger is not the Jedi way. And she's like, bitch, I ain't no Jedi. And I was like, fuck yeah, babe. And now they're fighting this. I mean, if there's anyone in the animated series who could give Darth Vader a run for his money, it's Ahsoka, like 100%. Or like animated original characters. Because Ahsoka, I mean, she was trained by him. (laughs) And then Ezra drops in that line, I need a lot more training. Uh, Yeah, I'd say. You're also just a fourteen-year-old kid, though, so no worries. He decides to make this move for the holocron. I don't know, I don't know what he was thinking, reaching into all this lightning and stuff. It doesn't seem like a very great idea. I certainly wouldn't do it. And Kanan rolling up with Chopper as his uh, leading sight dog walks up. And th- this is this is ultimately what this show's about. This is Kanan coming to Ezra's aid as master and apprentice and it's it's their connection is just more than that and i like i love that about this series they make you feel it a little bit more and honestly this is one of my favorite fights in all of the animated series clone wars or rebels I mean, Ahsoka's white lightsabers. I, you know, you always think that like the colorful lightsabers are gonna be cooler because you know, obviously there's color, but there's you never see white lightsabers. So when you see them, they're just so fucking pimp. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh damn, man, really? That's it? Ahsoka just gonna get force pushed off the edge and she gonna die? But she didn't die. We're good. now reach higher we almost have it i think it's funny how ezra's guiding him like that and you got that holocron but now the uh the entire temple of malachor is collapsing on top of them that's how this show goes man they they think they're fixing a problem and the shit just gets worse and then they have to fix that bigger problem Darth Vader's like, don't you go nowhere, I've got you right here, come here, and he's like force pulling him towards him, and Ahsoka's like, I'm running, I'm running for you, and stab, and she got his ass, man, like, she, she took off a part of his mask, and this was so important for me as a Star Wars fan, to actually get a look at Anakin with the mask on him somehow, like, you see half of Anakin's face under Darth Vader's mask, and it just makes it all the more real for me. That, like, that that's really Anakin under there. It's so weird to think about sometimes because there's such a disconnect there. And I love how Ahsoka won't give up on him. And I... This part intrigues me because he goes, Ahsoka. And it's like, did he break for a second? Did Anakin break through for a second? And then Darth Vader took back over real quick? Or was Darth Vader trying to like lure her in? Like hey Ahsoka. Like oh. But he really quickly backed out on it. So I've really got to think that I've really got to think that Anakin broke through for a second. Just for a second. And I I really think that if there's anyone besides Luke who would have had that impact on Anakin it was Ahsoka Their relationship in the Clone Wars Was one of the better Relationships in any of the animated series Once again And Ezra's really really affected by Ahsoka Because I mean she became such a big part of Season 2 And a big part of the uh, Rebellion Which I thought was awesome That Ahsoka had a part in found, Like basically the foundations of the Rebellion That's so cool And also Captain Rex, he was a huge part of the Rebellion. And I love the way Hera embraces Kanan here. It's just so loving. and They're all devastated here because of the loss of Ahsoka. But that's the question, is Ahsoka really dead? And spoiler alert, by the end of the show, you're still kind of like, I don't know, is this all kind of metaphorical? I don't know, but there's the whole world between worlds storyline and everything we got Darth Vader coming out of this temple limping his ass off looking like he just got his ass beat and this owl flying back in and I've read that this owl is actually the daughter from the uh the uh oh shoot the storyline in Clone Wars on uh shoot can't believe I'm forgetting the name forget it that's a shame but there was the father, the son, and the daughter what was that planet called? it also started with an M and then here Ezra opening the Sith holocron God and that part I was like that's how you end a season of television man like they did that shit Twilight of the Apprentice part 2 and that's that I mean this this series for me it beats out Clone Wars just by a little bit because I I appreciate a, a story that's serialized, not a not an anthology. I mean, I, I'm cool with anthologies, and I appreciate Clone Wars for what it is. It'll never be forgotten for me. I mean, that shit is awesome to see. Like with all those Jedi working together, it's always really fun to watch with Mace Windu, Obi Wan, Anakin, Yoda, and all them. But Rebels really had a storyline, and they pushed they pushed these characters forward as a group and they made, they emphasized their bond and that'll always be more meaningful to me in terms of how much I enjoy television. And, uh, going back to what I was talking about earlier, that owl that flew in to see Ahsoka was, uh, the daughter from the Mortis trilogy in the Clone Wars. Mortis, that's what it was. But, uh, yeah, that was the season two finale of Rebels and I really enjoyed doing this, uh, doing this commentary uh, I'll probably have guests in the future for this Saturday morning cartoons thing it probably won't be a weekly thing just new additions every now and then whenever I feel like doing a live commentary and uh, I hope you enjoy it because I'm gonna be doing it and if you have any cartoons you'd like to request please do I would love 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 to listen to them or love to watch them and I would love to do a love to do a commentary and I'd love to put it up so. Uh yeah, thank you very much. Uh this has been Koro's Companion Podcast. You can follow us on follow me on Twitter at Koro's Companion. Uh yeah, I think there's a lot of I think this is headed in a good direction, this podcast. So uh thanks a lot. And may the force be with you.